0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Jonathan Starkey, your favourite digital pub landlord of this digital pub called Cheshire Matters, and we have our usual suspects, our guest panellists, well, they're actually not guests, they're actually regulars, really. And do we have Mr. Mark Hartley in the house tonight? Statsman, are you there? We sure do. Good evening, everybody. Okay, and do we have the gazelle, that graceful man, as always? Are you here, Trevor? I certainly am, Jonathan. And good evening, ladies
1: and gentlemen. And get in the hole. Oh, yes, what? ladies and gentlemen, it's the golf open this week from the <laughs> Royal St. George's. Come on, Tommy Fleetwood, we'll rock on, Tommy.
0: <laughs> and do we have that man, Captain Courageous? Captain Obtuse, Captain Prudish, that man that everybody loves, it is Steve Ingram. Are you there?
2: I am Jonathan, I am gentlemen. Good evening to all our friends across Cheshire. And just to correct Mr. Stalker here, the name is The Raven. We've had this conversation many, many times.
0: Well, again, we're starting to run out of music when you were speaking, Steve. I wonder why that's, that's happening. Well, what a week it's been with all those announcements that are going on. Now, many, many, many stories, you know, that have come out. You know, what about the uh, 23 billion feeding frenzy that is test and trace that is still going to go on? Overweight people will receive supermarket. Hey, what's that? I heard that. Was me. I'm not editing that out, I'm going to leave it in. It's, it's all, the Gazelle's phone. It's all turned down, I don't know how okay. to work it, I only got it last week. <laughs> Overweight people will receive supermarket discounts in 6 million NHS plan. Um, Something that will actually strike a note with all of us here. How the left has bullied Britain into going for woke. I mean, so many stories. What about Keir Starmer? Blagging tickets, free tickets for the Euros.
3: Grifter. Oh,
2: what can you say? Is this Mr. I'm not really patriotic, but pretend to be patriotic, Mr. Keir Starmer? That's the one.
0: Well, he was the one that was saying that it's unsafe for all these people to be together. And then he gets free tickets to the football match and he goes. Exactly. So it's different for exactly. you know, exactly. people, There is so much that is going on, and I think I'm going to go with the biggest story this week, and I'm going to go with Statsman on this. And this is all to do with England's defeat and Claims of Racism. Statsman, mm. you have the floor.
3: Thank you, sir. Well, at first I'd like to say, well played to England for getting to the final. I actually think they did way better than we expected them to, so we should actually be proud, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah.
3: maybe some of the manager's decisions on totally the penalty agree. takers was questionable, but I think you can't fault the performance and the effort from the players. We, we
2: can't fault it to a degree, mm. but we can fault it and critique it as necessary when it went clearly wrong. The wow. manager,
1: again, has to take the responsibility he didn't put. He allowed those players, all players, well, most of the players, who said not all of them, but three of them, to take the penalties without any playtime in the match. He put them all two minutes from the end of the game.
0: Yeah. No, we all, we all know ne- that. He should
1: and never have done that.
0: Let's not interrupt uh, Statsman because he's going to get on a flow, but I will just say this. I got a picture and an advert through from one of our Scottish friends that said a second-hand stationary set from England, badged England, missing three pens. <laughs>
3: well, you got to laugh, haven't you? Yes. There you I go. Did, Mark, go ahead. That. Now, I'd like to discuss the aftermath of the game. Now, there's been claims that there was thousands of racist, racist messages that were sent to players who missed their penalties on Twitter and other social media platforms. Now, I woke up and I saw this resulted in a hashtag racist England... And it ended up with many news outlets, media pundits, politicians and the England manager basically insinuating that this abuse was from so-called England fans. And of course, the heat has been deflected off the penalty takers who missed. And now it's England's racist. For example, former Sky News producer, now GB News producer, Nimrat Aluwalia, I think that's how it's pronounced. Now, she tweeted an incendiary tweet labelling England fans, when in fact the picture was clearly Polish fans. So she's deleted it and apologised. We had other examples from The Mirror who pumped out quotes from the likes of Alison Hammond saying the UK core is rotten. We had selective headlines from ITV and we also had the Financial Times claim players fight for a more tolerant, less racist society. The Met Police are investigating like it's a big English problem and Gary Lineker said being racist isn't an England fan. So that's just to name a few. I could, I could go on for quite a while. Now he's kind of right, Gary. I spent... Quite a while on Twitter researching this, going through the players' feeds. Now, with regards to Rashford and Saka, I found no racist comments at all, and seven comments deleted by Twitter for violation of their rules. I also found a handful of screenshots that were doing the rounds, but not thousands, as was claimed. Now, the M-word was trending on Twitter, and on inspection, to me, it was a lot of black people and leftists predicting the Daily Mail's next-day headlines, but the majority were foreign, named accounts, many of which were Italian. Now of course the race grifters weren't happy with us calling B.S. on this and tried to prove us wrong. Well they didn't. And it wasn't as Diane Abbott would have liked thousands of tweets by imaginary far-right groups at all. Hope not hate, they have done us a favour, they found 120 messages, the majority were foreign-named accounts. Channel 4 found 2,000 messages targeting the players, yet only 167 were high-risk abuse, yet that doesn't show how many were actually racist. And the chair of the Kick It Out campaign, ...against racism, say data from the last two years of football... ...shows 70% of abuse originates overseas... ...leading to Gareth Southgate backtracking... ...and now admitting, in his words... ...I know a lot of the abuse has come from abroad. People who track those things have now been able to explain that.
0: So, so in actual fact, I mean, I'm going to bring Stephen on on this... ...but tell me something. So we're saying that many of these abusive texts... ...social media statements were from abroad
3: yeah my research shows that and so does all the leftists who try to prove us wrong okay so go ahead steve
2: yeah first of all i just want to say that uh, they did well to get there and i watched the first half and i watched the rest of the game the first half they did absolutely brilliantly the passing uh, the flow of the game they had full control it was incredible to watch to be quite honest and the first goal was uh, well it was something else to say the least I do want to say something regarding two separate issues here, which is um, where there are and have been a small minority of people expressing views of a uh, racial nature. Clearly, that's unacceptable. And there's a difference between that and people expressing a view on the performance. The two issues are very much different. And actually, we had that game in the bag and it was thrown away in the second half when uh, Italy came out and uh, they took control of the game. It came to penalties, and we threw it away. Now I am going to say something here, and I am a little bit of a amateur footballer. <laughs> I am waiting for the comments, but <laughs> very amateur. <laughs> we'll carry on. But you it's felt this. Like a fool, you know. when you take a penalty, you do not run at it. Dilly dally around and slow down. Well, you don't do walking it, football, do you? And then take a couple of little <laughs> steps and put a little <laughs> bit of effort behind it and hit the post. Because that is failure. I don't care what anybody says. You don't take a penalty by giving up halfway. You 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 pick your spot, you don't change your mind, you run at it and you go for it. It's as simple as that. That was wasted opportunity. It's as simple as that. The other thing is I'm gonna I need to mention this because I think this this really irritates me. And it's this. I've heard people in the media commenting and saying that these young guys, whoever they were, uh, were put under immense pressure taking these penalties, and some of them maybe as young as 19 or 20. Well, let's put it into context. These guys are talented. They're engaging in a profession which they have a passion for and love.
0: They're extremely well paid for it as well. That was
2: my next point. Thank you, Jonathan. They are extremely well paid. Now, I'm going to say this. They chose that path and they were given the opportunity to make a name for themselves in that moment and didn't do it. Now, when it comes to the word using the term pressure, I'll tell you what I think pressure is when it comes to 19 and 20-year-olds. Pressure is felt by people of that age when they're walking across battlefields in Iraq, and all the rest of these places, like they did in the Falklands nearly 40 years ago, or whatever it was, in 1982, I think it was.
0: And also in the First and Second World Wars.
2: That is pressure. Now, in, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Jonathan, it's quite interesting, because in the First and Second World Wars, uh, we had people younger than 19. In fact, a lot of the young guys falsified their age to be able to join up and went in the trenches that is precious. So let's not use the wrong kind of phrases and overplay this kind of term for taking a penalty.
0: And I do believe that in that last football match that we had at Christmas during one of those wars with Germany, we won. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Trevor, go ahead.
1: Yeah, basically, in my opinion, it's it's all created and exaggerated to enable more control. All they're trying to do now is control the social media and all I say, which is which is Mark has, has done that, I'm just saying show us the evidence because I'm not aware of any of it. It's just massively over-exaggerated to use control, that's all. There is a big agenda behind the scenes here somewhere because it doesn't make sense.
0: Okay, and as a final point to it, Steve, go ahead because you've got a lead on another story. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, wait
2: sure. Minute. I'll I'll just say this. There's a lot of people, in my view, on social media jumping on the jingoistic bandwagon to say I'm against racism, uh, supporting the England players, lots of other things like that. Let me say this. If you want to make a difference in our country, which, by the way, is one of the most diverse, welcoming and tolerant countries in the world, let's put that in perspective, what you do is this. If you want to drive racism and intolerance out of this country, you walk out of your front door and you treat everybody that you come across with equality and respect, and that's it.
0: Okay, and we're going to go back to stats now because he's going to finish off this story, which was his lead,
3: I believe. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'll finish off. Yeah, like Steve, I'd like to condemn any racism that was aimed at the players. But equally, I want to condemn the, 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 the smears and these race grifters that want division and spread hate towards our country. The BBC reported today that five people have so far been arrested. So England, in my opinion, is owed an apology for the disgraceful lies and smears. And those who stoked the flames, they should be ashamed. It's actually incited. And I've seen some videos of black people beating England fans while mocking them and recording them on mobile phones. And I'm sick of this relentless racialisation. It's hideous. I never had this when I was younger and I know plenty of people who aren't white will agree with me.
0: Yeah, I never knew I, I, I never knew anything of that nature. Anyway, okay, we're gonna wrap that one up and we're gonna move on. Now, Captain Courageous here has got the lead on this because obviously this is one of his favorite subjects with CWAC. And We're going to say The Raven Reports. What about that? (laughs) The Raven Reports. He's no longer the left angle. He's no longer the right angle. He's no longer the obtuse angle. He is now The Raven Reporter. Go ahead, Raven. And this is on The Cheshire West Row Erupts Over Controversial Changes in Waste Collections.
2: Well, yes, I believe that it appears to be the case. It's been brought into question as to whether whether the the process is constitutional or not. And I understand the Conservatives are raising this um, due to the fact that uh, face-to-face council meetings should now be in place. And this is not the case.
0: So what you're saying is it's a Conservative that's bringing this forward?
2: Well, I understand that to be the case.
0: Oh, so it would have to be a Conservative, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be anybody else that's just against the £40 tax that they're going to be putting on us?
2: Well, somebody has to raise the issue, surely.
0: Well, I think a lot of people did, because when I looked at the social media, there were absolutely tons of people complaining about it. We've had this in
1: Warrington, as I've said, for three to four years now. Oh, yes. So have we set the precedent? So that how can Chester counteract that?
0: Well, what I've seen is is that, from the story that I've gathered, that it's a group of Conservatives okay, who have accused Labour of trying to push through the plans, while Labour accused them of putting staff at risk for a political stunt.
2: Yes, can I just make a little... Little observation from the picture, from the report you're holding. Have you noticed the numbers on the bins? I
0: know it's six six six. Yeah, I noticed that too.
2: Little bit of devilment there on yes. the part mm, of Cheshire yes. West and Chester. Cheshire Council, West in and more Chester more ways than one.
0: You know,
3: the the sign of the devil.
0: <laughs> so so they're, they're worried they're going to
3: put staff at risk, but the party leader just goes to Wembley and. Oh well,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah right, you know that's that's what it is. So the Conservatives, mm, okay. um, I think. It was Councillor Erdley. Yeah, he's the guy. And he is the actual spokesman for environmental matters. He said, There has been massive public engagement with the proposed new waste strategy from the outset, with many thousands of residents responding to the public consultation. This is a major decision for the council and should be given full and proper scrutiny, which is best achieved in person. So what they want is they want the meeting to be in person, to make the decisions. That's what the law says, isn't it? That's, That's what, what the, the law, law says. The Who took that
1: picture with 666 on it?
0: I know. I mean, you know, this is this is a story from one of the local press. I think his name is Dam- Damien. he works for the council. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's lots and lots of, of
1: cases of this. I don't know whether anybody's seen them or not. Like all these um, secret codes in Disney films. Oh, yes, yeah. There's lots and lots of it that... that, that, that that I've seen it's been highlighted well I want to know
0: I want to know who lives at 666 and what road is it (laughs) yeah (laughs) what road. Greener, isn't it? Devil Devil Gate road. Drive. <laughs> and <there>? it's got Cheshire <laughs> West and Chester written all over it. Yeah. You can see it there, you know, from the so report. That's the one. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, actually,
2: I just want to raise the issue. It's actually very important that people have green waste bins to recycle and, and compost things and such as that. But actually, where I live, you need them for another reason. The state of the pavements in certain areas are so bad, and I'm not joking, I could show you photographs, right, that you actually have to mow the pavements (laughs) in front of your houses. I just not. And the pavements in parts of Cheshire West and Chester Council area are an absolute dangerous disgrace. So I'm just going to bring that in while we're talking about growth because at the end of the day they're failing to me, in in terms of delivering the services, and now adding on additional charges is a disgrace.
3: So basically, what we're saying is that they were meeting online, but the law says that's no longer the issue. They should be meeting in person, but the council are refusing to do that. This this is another example of how local democracy is fading. So not only did we not have a democratic vote regarding the excessive council tax rises, but now the council choose to ignore their own constitution.
2: Are they communists by any chance? I think think
3: it's disgusting and not in line at all with democracy. But the thing is, this seems to be a pattern, doesn't it? When gaining a degree of power, perhaps they're taking the lead from the current government. They've just acted like tyrants with no accountability. Yeah, but the
0: the, the actual power, where is it coming from? Because, you see, this comes back to a question. Are these councillors who are in the lead positions are they really qualified? I think if you read the story,
3: it might have been the chief exactly that made the decision. It
0: doesn't matter. I well, mean, did, is it, is did, it an did, officer-led did council? Did someone
3: vote for him or not?
0: Well, it, is it an officer-led council or is it a member-led council? And if it's a member-led council, if that's what they say, then are the people that they've got into those positions to look after these particular portfolios, are they qualified to do the job
3: Probably not, but I think they should be sticking to the law, though, because they're quick enough, you know, to want to jump on the likes of Pretty Patel every time there's something going on with racism, to change laws about this, that, and the other, and women's rights and stuff. But when it's them breaking, that's fine.
2: No, I get it. I get it. Go ahead, Steve. It does raise the question in terms of structure what a council actually is, and from what I see, it appears to be an unaccountable corporate entity funded by the public, and. I get the impression there's a lot of people like to get in those positions simply to get their hands on and control of all of those funds for whatever reason, knowing full well that people have to fund the local council through council tax. And um, and then they seem to run amok and do what they want with it. Well... Uh, it begs a question really, what is the point of voting for councillors if they're not gonna stand up and look after the interests of the people who voted them in?
0: Well, why don't we just vote in the public advisors that are actually that are advising them on the council? Go ahead, Trevor. Well
1: exactly that's that that's it. As you said, they're not qualified to do the job. So I mean, as a as a basic councilor they they're they're put in there to deal with um, you know, the local issues and I'm sorry, but dog poo issues, etc. So how do you come to run? A multi-million-pound budget, the likes of Mr. Russ Bowden, which I've asked him many a time what his qualifications are, to to, to do that. And my main concern again, which I've brought up many a time, is the police and crime commissioners. Yeah, they're not put in positions because of the qualifications; they're put in positions because of political votes.
0: Yeah, I understand that, but that you know, you do get the odd one, but like for example, take John Dwyer. Yes, I know because that. he was yes. he was uh, you know an assistant chief constable. Well, that's an anomaly, and you don't get many you of those. You don't get many of those. You don't get many of those. That's why I thought I thought that he should have been in the position from the beginning.
1: Yeah, because they actually voted in on the colour of the
0: rosette. Yeah. I mean, and the you're, likes, of, the you're likes right.
1: of David Keane, he had no experience whatsoever to be a police and crimes commissioner. No.
0: Which is a very, very important job. Oh, yeah. Serious, serious. Can I go over to Mark on that? He's got a point yeah, to make. him. Just, just back to me. Thanks, Trev. It's all right. I'll we love out. you, Trev. Yeah. It's okay. It's Trev, 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 Trev. We love you. I, I know you do. I know
3: you do. Stop <laughs> oh, being We love
1: you, don't we? <laughs> you. I don't Ooh, like this He's gone
2: all that. red. Look at him. He's as red as me. Cares. Steve, Steve loves
3: i bacon as well. on those cheeks. I don't like this <laughs> kind of
2: talk, to be honest. It's not my cup of tea. Where are you going?
1: Where are you going?
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on here? Where are you
1: going with that? Where are you going? Go ahead, Mark. We'll be starting up a dating site soon.
0: We'll, we'll call it trender. Oh,
3: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Go I ahead, know, Mark. I mean. Sorry, we want to stop laughing. Yeah. yeah, we mentioned advisors. It just makes me think, who's actually doing the job and making the decisions if they only, is it the advisors?
0: Yeah, this is the thing. That's why I ask, is it a member-led council or is it an officer-led council? And that's what you've got to really, really think about, you know, when you're going in. When I was a councillor, I remember that the officers would actually really, really try to influence your decisions. So, the question that I always asked was, how many of the officers and employees of the council actually live in the constituency (sighs) that they are working for within the council? Now, if you ask that question, then I think you're going to find that a lot of them don't live in the area. So what you've got to say is, do they really have any skin in the game? Do they really, really care about what happens to the constituents within that area if they don't live in that area? Because if they did live in that area, they would really know about it. Go ahead, Mark. Perhaps you're
3: right, John. Maybe the, these advisors do need to be voted in because if they're making really important financial decisions... Yeah, which they must be because if some of the staff aren't, you know, some of the councils aren't qualified, then they're they're relying on this advice. Yeah, absolutely. And ultimately using it for these decisions. Well, so I think more scrutiny of them. We need that. Really well, I, I like the way this
0: this conversation is going, but I'm going to actually bring it to a close now, as he taps on his mic like that. Da, 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 da. Okay.
2: If I knocked his microphone, I know I'd shout mad. at you. Now I just—what what am I going to do? I'm going to
0: shout at myself? No, I'm not. It's that one real for one. Right, or we're going to move on now. Can we're going uh, to move on to woke the plank. And wow. no, we're not talking about you, the plank. You're not the plank. Okay, <laughs> this, this is, is no this either. is the woke the plank. Now I'm
2: a raven. I yeah. am the Raven. Not the Raven reports. reports.
0: I can't wait to hear outside reports. Yeah. Hi, this is the Raven speaking. <laughs> yeah. Arr. 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 Okay, Arr. this. I'm this, on the starboard bow. I, <laughs> Arr. I, the Professional Audio Manufacturers Alliance. View to say. Palmer, Palmer has announced that it's working with its members and in industry trade organisations, quote, to address. Outdated language and terminology issues increasingly identified as discouraging a spirit of inclusivity within the professional audio community. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I'm okay.
2: prepared myself. I think I know what's coming. No
0: one safe are they from this nonsense? Right. What they, uh, you know, the term, the term, and now this has been about since year dot. And remember, there are absolutely brilliant black engineers black musicians, any, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, musicians of every race, creed, colour, gender, sexuality, but, and they've always used these terms in the studio for the equipment and they want to change it. So for example, grand master, master, slave, they want to change to primary leader in place of grand master, leader in place of master and follower in place of slave. And Gender language. Use neutral terms like they, them, their, or the user. Male, female. So, you know, if you have a male jack and a female socket, okay? Are you still allowed to call it jack or is that... that's not allowed anymore. You know, oh God. Uh, and, uh, you know,
2: it's it's just... Absolutely insane. These are terms used in the uh, electrical engineering world that have been around for decades and decades and decades. It's just bizarre, this.
0: Somebody must be sitting
1: there
2: and going through the whole agenda.
1: What
0: I want to know, because I've been in the music industry since year dot, and I've always known those terms, master clock, slave, that's it. And what it is, is the master sends out the signal and the slave synchronizes with it. That's it. End of story. There is no connotation put to it in terms of anything detrimental at all. Can you plug that in? Where? Oh, into that female socket there, please. And everybody, nobody actually applies any kind of thinking or connotation to it. It's wrong in any way. And it's been that way for I don't know how many years. And I don't know... Anybody in the music industry that will adopt these terms. And what PAMA say is, or PAMA, they're American, actual fact. They're American, so, you know, what can I say on this one? The intent is for PAMA members to recommend adopting a framework within their organizations for the implementation of unified terminology across the industry in the spirit of inclusivity and consistency. It comes down to treating each other with respect. Hey, we're talking about leads here. We're talking about equipment. Once it's plugged in, nobody cares about... The equipment doesn't care. It just needs to work. It's as simple as that. So they are my woke the plank this week, Palmer. And I'm sorry, but you know we're moving on. Because time and tide where That you're concerned, I was just going to ask, are
2: you a member of PAMA?
0: No, it's only the manufacturers. Oh, it's got the word PAM in it, and that's female, so i oh, have to change yes. that just, too. Just, yeah, okay. And what about PAMA, me hand? <laughs> PAMA, ham, <laughs> PAMA,
1: ham. You're gonna have to right get rid of that,
0: <laughs> yeah, and especially Jack? because it's Italian. Yes, sore j- point at the moment. Jack's yeah, got to go, okay. And now going. we're going to come on to. A highlight of the show here, it is to be led by the gazelle and it is the public figure. Trevor, come on Trevor, Trevor go, Trev, Trev, come on, come go, on, go, come go, on, go, go. stop jumping over those zebra, come on, let's go. <laughs> Was it me now? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well I want to nominate this week, my public figure
1: is Andrew Bridgen. Yes, for his like tweet. Him. He put out his tweet this week and I quote, unless you fully support... The Marxists smash capitalism and defund the police. Black Lives Matter. Then you can't be against racism. Uh, sorry, against racism.
0: Again racism or against again.
1: you, then you then then you can't be against racism. Seems to be the left's latest delusional mantra. Such a ludicrous suggestion is completely divisive and absolutely wrong.
0: Do you know what everybody's going to be thinking that we're we're right wing, but we're not right wing. I would say that we are centre right. I'd just say we were right. We,
1: we, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I totally agree. <laughs> I like with that. You. I, like I totally that. agree
0: with you there, Mark. I just,
1: we're just right. It's as yeah. simple as that. And normal insane. and sane. That, that's not that's not being silly. No, I mean we're just calling out what is absolutely ridiculous.
0: And he's your public figure of the week.
1: He's my public figure of the week for such a fantastic talk.
0: Well, that's t- that's brilliant. Quote,
1: quote, quote. Tweet, quote, Okay, leave that zebra alone with you.
0: <laughs> well, I have to say, I'm calling time now, and we're going to come to the shout outs and shout downs. Okay, who are we going to go to first? I know that, you know, I can see Captain Pugwash over there going, me, me, pick me, <bypassing> so pick me me, 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 me. me, me. I'm just so that me here to my here quietly go. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> OK, you can go first, Steve. How are you feeling
2: all right? OK, <laughs> I'm feeling great, actually. I've had a few days <laughs> up the coast today, the, the, uh, this week. It's been great. Um, my shout-out is to all the kids at D-Banks School in Chester for getting their medals, for trying very hard for the swimming goals, which I read about this week. So, big shout-out and big well-done to all the kids down at uh, D-Banks School in Chester. Well done.
0: Okay, well, there you go. That's Steve's shout-out. That was short and sweet. Very uncommon for that man. We're going to go yeah, across now to the gazelle. Go ahead, gazelle. Yeah, well, this week, Jonathan,
1: I've got a shout-down. Oh, yes. And it's Clive Lewis, MP. Okay, go ahead. He sent out an email stating that another Europe is possible.
2: Oh, God, grief.
1: Mm, now, <laughs> now... Hang on,
2: hang on, hang on. I need to lie down. Now... <laughs>
1: Now, as a reality... I sounded like a politician then, didn't I? You did. Now, 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 as a reality of Brexit becomes clearer, it's time for us to reflect.
2: Oh, you mean the big successes we keep getting yes, and the it, trade it, deals it, and all it, the expanding growth and JCB taking on another new 500 jobs uh Vauxhall's being secure aerospace doing well no, we haven't gone off the cliff with the economy we're doing great a uh, couple of issues to sort out but clearly we haven't failed there yeah so go. when it
1: becomes clearer thanks trevor Steve. have you got that cork thanks he's <laughs> <laughs> just woken up <laughs> he's woken up now it's it, it's time for us to reflect on what we're doing and relaunch
2: our activities they just don't give up do they no they just tell him i've got a spare boat and he can sail off and over to France and set up home there in his Europe because we're a part of Europe geographically. We're happy to trade and be friends with all our, our uh, neighbours across the area. However, we are now an independent UK, very successful and long may it continue, which it will.
0: Well, I will write that down, Steve, and I will email him that. <laughs> email him that and say, say we're successful. Apart from test and trace... <laughs> apart yeah, from yeah. apart from Randy ministers, <laughs> yeah, and we're not quite
1: sure whether we've got to wear a mask or not.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Go ahead, Trev. That's it. That's right at the end of it there. Oh okay. no, they just. I'm just trying to highlight it again. That who are these people? I, mean, I tell they you, just, they just will not no, accept the no, no accountability
0: people. whatsoever.
1: No accountability,
3: well, no common sense basically. And there's no happy ending on that one. <laughs> Go ahead, stats. Oh, I've got a belt here. My shout out today is for a guy called Eric Finman. He's the world's youngest Bitcoin millionaire who has created the Freedom Phone. And it's oh, un- yeah, an yes. uncensorable app store. The yeah. phone does everything other phones do except censor and spy on you. And its app store is completely uncensored. So talk about the fight against big tech censorship. This guy's having a big time, isn't he? We need more of this in the fight against free speech, don't we? Excellent. I what saw the video What an absolute. I just hope hero. it's cheap. I saw the video.
0: Well, <laughs> it was just a fortune. I, have you finished, sir? I sure have, sir. Well, I want to say that my shout down is to that person I mentioned here earlier, Keir Starmer, for accepting those two tickets to the England match. You cannot have it always. What if he gave you one of them? I'd, I'd sell it. <laughs> I totally agree I'd with that. I'd sell it. He's, I, a, and he's, I would, a,
1: he's a total hypocrite.
0: I know. I sell it for charity, and then get the money get the money for a charity, something like the hospice. I think that's a good one.
2: Yeah, these like people, the by the way, like Trevor says, they are hypocrites. I'm fed up with the Labour Party, knock in England, knock in the UK, knock in the England flag, but when it suits, free tickets, off to the match we go. That's
0: right. it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And yeah. other Labour politicians accepting big donations as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's uh, other things. Well, we're going to move on now because we're coming to the end of the show, and this is this is a record. This is an absolute record for us. It means that the editing is not going to be as much. I mean, I hate cutting you out, Steve. Honestly, I love the way you speak.
2: I don't believe that for one minute. <laughs> I think you get some kind of strange pleasure. At his it. favorite
3: part. He rubs his hands like, oh, yeah. together.
0: in that case, then we're going to move on now to the positives and the quotes. And now let's see. If we can get these positives and quotes done before the music finishes. Well, don't worry, I haven't got any jokes. So. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's great. No impressions, because the last time you were, you were trying to do an act. I mean, it was, you were trying to do an act. Yeah,
2: it wasn't very okay. really good, was it?
0: Well, here we go. Now, here's the music. you ready, Steve? Oh, is it me first? It's going to be you first.
2: Well, I, don't, I haven't really prepared anything, so I'm just going to give a nice little message to our listeners this week. Okay, that's all right. That's all you can do. A short message, yeah? <laughs> so, uh, what time is it now?
3: That hold nah. music <laughs> I'm
2: not telling anybody we'll finish about midnight okay here we go tomorrow
0: <laughs> okay Steve go ahead
2: yeah I just want to say the weather is great we're starting to have the opportunity um, to get out there get out say hello to your neighbors do a bit of garden do something that's great that you enjoy and go and say hello to people and go and enjoy some fresh air and look after yourselves and have a great week ahead.
0: Yes, and look forward to Monday.
3: Okay, go ahead, stats man. what's yours? I'll do another quote. Well, I'll leave the jokes this time. I can't handle the excitement, Back. can Too yeah. much excitement. It's by Martin Luther King again this week. And it goes like this. We will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends.
0: Ooh. Mm. I like that. Gazelle? Very good. I've got a quote.
1: I don't know how to at my age. I've never been this age before.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's another thing. That was very good.
0: I like that. Yeah. I like that. That was funny. Well, again, my usual quote at the end of the show thank God all of that is over. This is an absolute record because we still have music. I can hear that. We yeah, still, we still it's have been music. A while, hasn't it? <laughs> well, anyway, you know, oh. so there you go. Well, I'm glad we didn't get any more impressions this week. I don't think that.
2: Actually, I had to do a sheep impression with my grandson to indicate what it was. We were out the other day, I said it's a sheep, and I did a sheep impression. Unlike Mark, where it came out as something completely different. Well, it came out like a chicken. No, it was meant to be a chicken, chicken. but it came out like a sheep. I don't think Mark Ah. should do uh, farm tours, you know, these farm tours with the kids. It would be totally confusing. But the jokes are okay, though. yeah. Yeah, yeah.